Hey guys, it's Mina. And welcome back to Through the Cracks. Oof. I don't... Oof. Putting me on the spot here. I was not prepared for that. Um, I guess perseverance to me is not giving up, you know? Like, no matter what happens, no matter how many times you fail, or how... Like, because really, failure... Failure is when you give up. You don't fail when something doesn't go your way. You don't fail when you didn't get the opportunity you wanted. You fail when you stop trying. And I think to persevere is to push through that and to, you know, try different things until it works. To me, perseverance is plan B is to make plan A work, period. So, yeah, making it happen. And I've seen so many different examples of perseverance in my life from, you know, like my family, my friends, the people around me in the creative world and in technical things like all I've seen it in so many different facets. And um, it's definitely those people around me modeling perseverance has for sure been a big driving factor for me and why I've been able to persevere so well and why I've been able to fight so hard for everything that I want and not give up for it until I had the thing. Very good point. Very good point. Yes. Yes, and also I think that it makes the thing feel less exciting or valuable to you when you don't have to fight for it. You know, everything that I have just kind of been given, I've never really been as excited about. But, you know, the things that I have had to fight for and I've had to persevere and be persistent and I've had to, you know, like really truly fight for my life in some situations, those things for sure made me a million times more grateful and made me enjoy the good things so much more you know because I know what I've been through to get there I knew what it took I knew how hard it was I knew how much pain and time and effort and long nights and you know all of it I know what it was like to feel like I was never going to be successful I know what it was like to feel like I was just going to be a starving artist forever or like I was always going to be unhappy in a career field that I hated you know I know what it felt like to be on the low end so when I finally got to the part where things were working out for me, it felt, I think, a million times better. Yeah. For sure. For sure.
Very good point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was definitely something that I dealt with when I was first kind of like dropping out of college. You know, my mom's a doctor. My grandmother's a psychologist. Like, you know, there's a lot of educated business people around me, a lot of, you know, very sciencey STEM people around me. Like my, all my uncles are like engineers or like, you know, different things like this. So it's like, I was so used to being around people who have so much higher education and don't get me wrong I love learning I am a I love education truly I'm someone who just loves to learn and I love to read and to acquire knowledge and that was my favorite part about college was like learning all the time and like and being inspired to learn and being pointed in the direction of like growing and expanding my knowledge and everything but college was not serving me in the way that it needed to be serving me for it to be productive for me to spend as much money as I was spending and I was just not happy and there was no career that I could really honestly see myself doing and being happy in that I needed a college degree for you know like the one thing that I had always loved and wanted to do and you know like been a very consistent thing for me had been photography everything else I had been burnt out of I'd tried so many things you know like I studied business and marketing and like computer information management when I first started college absolutely hated it switched my major to psych loved psych but not (laughs) but not enough to like do it every single day psych felt very depressing to me you know being around people on the worst days of their lives and like at the end of the day it's like while I was so inspired by science and psychology and everything it was still like I'm a creative and I need to create things I need to not be sitting in a research lab waiting for you know someone to have a breakthrough because not only do I not have the patience for that but my creative brain was just like going insane like literally I felt like I was in a prison inside my own head and that sucked like really and that's why eventually like when I had that breaking point moment in my life I just kind of was like screw it I'm dropping out of college and there's nothing any of you can say to me about it because I'm paying for my own school anyways I'm gonna make it work and like of course everyone in my family pushed back my mom was like um no you're not (laughs) you are not dropping out of college over my dead body and I'm like oh well yeah I am dropping out of college actually I'm not dropping out of college I already did drop out of college so (laughs) consider this your official notice right Uh, consider this your official notice (laughs) and then within six months I had turned my entire life around and was working full-time and like making good money having like a constant flow of clients and business and so on and then my mom and my grandmother and everyone were like oh well she did it and I'm like were you did you not think that I was going to I mean what did like they're like no I mean we thought you would it's just it happened a lot faster than we thought and I'm like it happened a lot faster than I thought but it's okay (laughs) at some point you just have to like I mean, excuse my French, but tell them to fuck off, like, in a nice way, but you know what is best for you, you know, I mean, absolutely, the people around you want what's best for you, hopefully, and, like, they think they know what's best for you, but you know yourself, and you know your soul, and you know what inspires you, you know what makes you happy, they don't experience those things the way that, like, photography truly just made me happy, and feel inspired, and feel, like, on top of the world, like, I could literally just sit and stare, and, like, do photography work, stare at my computer for hours on end, and never get bored, you know, like, if you've been inspired, you know that feeling I'm talking about, whether it's photography, making music, designing fashion, hell, doing psychology research, you know, like, whatever it is that inspires you, if you've been inspired, you know, you know what that feeling is, and if you haven't been inspired, then keep trying things till you do, because when you find something that sets your soul on fire, truly, you have to you have to follow up with that. You have to keep going. You have to be persistent. You have to persevere. You have to push through it. And you have to tell absolutely anyone that tells you that you can't do it that, you know, like literally, like word for word, you could you can use this. Well, thank you. I appreciate your opinion, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> like, and if it doesn't work, then I'll figure it out.
Don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. Right. 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 Yeah. And honestly, that's the thing. I don't regret going to college by any stretch. I did not love my time in college, but I am so, so grateful for it because it solidified my decision to do what I'm doing now. You know, it made sure that I know now that I, I don't have any regrets, you know, because if I had just not gone to college at all and not explored that option, then one, I wouldn't have all, most of the friends and connections and, you know, things that I have now, but also... I, I feel like I would for sure still have a feeling of like, well, what if I like had gone to college? Like, would I have enjoyed studying more? Would I have enjoyed psychology more? Would I have preferred a, a STEM career? Like I've always thought, like I always thought I was going to do something, you know, in the business or STEM world. Like that was, I always loved science so much. And um, for the longest time I wanted to be a doctor, like I wanted to be a neurologist, very specifically wanted to like study the brain and all the things. And then somewhere along the lines, I was just like, yeah, that stuff is great. And I totally can do it if I want to. And then like, there was a period of time when I wanted to be a lawyer. Like I just, I always thought of myself as going for further into like a higher education, you know, getting like going even as far as grad school, not even just undergrad. That was always something I wanted. And so I had to go that route and figure out that it wasn't for me by doing it you know like you have to experience it. it's the same thing as like you can tell someone not to put their hand in the fire and they're still gonna do it because <laughs> they need to experience it for themselves you know so for sure mm-hmm I agree, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting restraining order hey that's not as easy as we think it is i learned that from experience <laughs> fun fact you well yes but you have to have a police report of like violence <laughs> to get a restraining order you can't just like have a suspicion that someone's gonna hurt you and online stalking also does not count <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Welcome to Through the Cracks, where we teach you how to get a restraining order <laughs> from personal experience. Oh my god. Stop it, Ashley. You're going to get us in trouble or something. 
True. Okay. Anyways, so persistence and, you know, chasing after those dreams. How do you start that? How do you do, like, where do you get the courage to, like, be like, fuck it, I'm doing it myself. Like, I I am going to do the thing. I'm going to drop out of college and I'm going to start working. Like, what did that path look like, you know? Um, For me, it definitely looked different than, like, Ashley's persistence and her college experience. Yeah, for sure. And I love that you didn't like that you took what your professor said with a grain of salt and just chose to keep going anyways, because, you know, that was something that I dealt with all through middle and high school is I have dyslexia and I had like an IEP, the individualized learning education plan or whatever it is. Um, and through all through high school, or yeah, element. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, elementary through high school, like, all through grade school, um, I had teachers telling me, you know, like, well, like, when I would say, like, oh, yeah, like, I think I want to be a neurologist or a lawyer or, you know, something like that where I would, like, talk about pursuing a much higher level of education. I had teachers and even special ed, like, um, specialists and everything 
parapros and so on telling me like well maybe we should like think about something a little bit more realistic maybe we should think about like this instead or this instead and I was like um okay and then even in high school I was like barred from taking honors classes because I had an IEP because they said that like I had to have support in classes or I was going to fail or whatever and so I was so irritated by that and I'm like well I'm bored out of my mind in the on-level class and I'm going to take the on-level or the honors class regardless of if you like it or not give me a waiver so my mom had to sign waivers every single time I took an honors class which is actually absurd to me because I always still got A's in every class that I took so it's like clearly I've shown multiple times that I'm capable of handling the material like being dyslexic doesn't mean that I'm stupid it's like and I hated that so much and that was like something that I fought my whole life you know something that I had to fight through and be persistent about like I no kid should have to fight for an education especially not in America like of all the places where we actually have public education and all the things like that I mean like really the fact that I was like actually out there fighting for my education and like fighting for like a better education and to be able to take on more classes or harder classes or like that should not be how it goes you know and granted maybe there are people who like would not be able to handle the workload or whatever the case is but it was very clear that I had shown on many occasions that I could and still because I had the label dyslexic and like ADHD they automatically just wrote me off as incapable they automatically wrote me off as like not smart enough and I'm like okay well um and I don't know why maybe my mom says I was just born with this in me but I have always had this like I just have to prove people wrong like if someone says that I can't do something I'm not only going to do it but I'm going to do it better than anyone else did it like I like have always had this ridiculous persistence and like this tenacity we'll call it I have always been one tenacious asshole (laughs) like it didn't matter what it was I had to get like I got the highest grade on like a state history test honors history test or something like that out of everyone in my grade and like I went to a magnet school and I was like this IEP dyslexic kid and they were like what the hell and I was like I told you I could do it tell me again that I can't take an honors class please really tell me I can't do something and watch me do it but not everyone responds well to that you know like some people when when they're told they can't do something they're like yeah you're right I can't do it (laughs) you're absolutely right so I think like if that is you and you don't want that to be you then just taking a step back and being conscious in that moment and being like well let me think about this they say that I can't and like maybe I feel like I can't but truth is I probably can like because at the end of the day, you can do whatever the hell you want, as long as you put your mind to it. I mean, cliches are cliches for a reason. Right. Absolutely. And you shouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, yeah, exactly. In the short run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 
Mm-hmm. Right. True. Very true. For sure. There's this really great quote uh, by, I don't remember, some famous dyslexic person <laughs> that was like, um, dyslexia was never the thing that held me back or never my obstacle. Like the, I forgot how it goes, but something along those lines, it was, it was the people. Yeah. It was the people who, who placed their expectations about my abilities on me. That was, that was the obstacle. That was the issue. And that's so true. And I think that it goes for almost anything in life, not just being dyslexic or having like any, you know, like learning, um, I guess I don't like calling them disabilities, but being learning divergent, you know, whether it's like ADHD, dyslexia, whatever, it's not just that it could be anything. It could be, you know, like if somebody tells you that you can't be a photographer for a living because you're going to be a starving, starving artist, or you can't be a painter, or you shouldn't be a psychologist because you've failed this class twice or whatever. Like it doesn't matter what your struggle looks like other people telling you that you can't do something should not be the reason that you don't do it. If you stop doing something, it should be because you genuinely just don't want to, period. You know, just like sit with it for a minute and and ask yourself. I like what Ashley said earlier about how she sat and like she said the word yes and then she said the word no and she like waited and felt how that like made her feel, you know, like physically, internally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Like how did that resonate with you, you know? And same thing. You can do like there's all kinds of not to get into like hippie shit but you know like you can use a pendulum or like you can do muscle testing and stuff and like ask yourself questions and like yes or no kind of answers and um maybe that'll help you find some confidence in pursuing that thing or just like sit and close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and imagine what makes you the happiest or where you think you would be the happiest or what that happiness would look like is it you know 10 years from now if you had to close your eyes and imagine where you are and what you're doing what do you see what do you see do you see yourself like in a recording studio uh making music do you see yourself it like being a robotics engineer and like you know doing math all the time do you see yourself as a psychologist, like, what do you, what do you see? Do you see yourself with a family? Do you see yourself, like, with kids? Do you see yourself with a partner? Like, what do you see, you know? Like, and if you just had to close your eyes and imagine what would make you the happiest, truly dream as big as you possibly, like, are you an astronaut? For God's sake, I know a girl who literally is becoming an astronaut. She works for NASA. Like, we went to high school together. No biggie. Like, seriously, whatever the hell you want to do, you can do it. <laughs> so just like close your eyes and figure out what that thing is and when you figure out what that thing is that's when you can start kind of making plans as to how you can go forward with that you know and it's definitely hard I think when you are doing like a career change in a way where you're like maybe dropping out of college or you're changing from one career to another I have plenty of friends that like work with me colleagues and things that um either like worked in some corporate job or worked in some engineering job or worked in you know some something else that they thought they wanted to do they did it they got the degree they started the job they felt like their soul was being sucked dry and then they were like screw it I'm gonna do something else and this thing inspires me that's what I'm gonna do and then they became full-time photographers and you know that's a big leap for me it wasn't as it wasn't a hard decision because one I was always sure well I always was subconsciously sure and <laughs> maybe not consciously sure but subconsciously I was always sure but also I didn't have anything left to lose I had already lost everything that I had lost like the only thing I really had left to lose was you know all the college that I had already done. I had a year left and a 4.0 when I dropped out of college. Like, I guess the only thing that I really lost was that time, but even still, I feel like that was valuable to me, even though I didn't get the piece of paper, you know? So, losing, like, changing from a different career, it's for sure something to feel like you're losing, you know? Like, I have, um, I had a friend, or have a friend who, um, she was working a corporate job, making six figures, doing really well for herself, living in, like, a big city, all the things, like, had her life, had her, her dreams, you know, all the things, and then she just 
felt awful all the time and was like no this isn't it this I should be happy and this is not happiness so what do I need to do to change that and taking a leap of leaving a six-figure job in your mid-20s and moving to a different state and like completely reinventing yourself that's not a small thing to do you know like that's for sure a very large feat and a very scary feat because it's like fuck if this doesn't work out Mm, well then I but at the end of the day still to me and this is how she looked at it too was she could always go back to that corporate job if she wanted to she could always go back to the corporate world she still had the certifications and the experience try the thing if it doesn't work great go back but find another way to do it so that you're not being sucked dry you know but like don't settle I hate seeing people settle and like just doing something because it pays the bills just doing something because my parents said so because it runs in the family like I don't care if it runs in the family I don't care if it pays the bills because at the end of the day you'll figure out how to pay the bills you'll do it you'll be fine but like if you're not happy then what the hell are you doing really burnout yeah right right Right. Right. Because also think about it from the perspective of like five years from now, you could either be like working. Well, if you quit today, you know, like if you decided today that you were either not necessarily going to quit your job, but like going to start working more on whatever the dream is, whether it's being a musician, being a photographer, being like doing a different career change and studying for something else in school, whatever the hell it is. Like if you started today then, you know, a year from now, four years from now, whatever it is, maybe you'll be doing that thing and happier. But if you wait a year, two years, three years, five years, then you're still going to be unhappy five years from now. You're still going to be a year, five years out from being happy again. So now you've added 10 years onto this unhappiness. Why would you do that to yourself? Like, if you know that you're not happy, then take action, do the thing, make a move today, like, do it, you know, figure out, like, sit down and decide, like, what is important to me, is it being happy, I mean, I feel like being happy is important to everyone, (laughs) I mean, I hope so too, I hope that for you, like, I hope that being happy is a priority for you, like, I don't know, I just, nothing irritates me more than, what word what word am I looking for not complacency I guess complacency being stagnant yeah okay let me let me start that sentence over just like cut that out um nothing irritates me more than being stagnant you know like just existing in a life or in a cycle or in a routine that you're not happy in, you know, or maybe you're, like, mediocre happy. You're like, yeah, I mean, I'm happy sometimes, or I feel happiness. There's a difference between feeling happiness, or, like, I had a happy day, or, like, I had a happy moment, or I had fun with my friends last night, and genuinely being at your core grateful and happy and, like, feeling inspired by life, you know? (laughs) well we did always say that this podcast would be good for your mental health so here we are
Absolutely. Doesn't matter what your what your dream is. If your dream is to be a stay-at-home parent, amazing. If your dream is to be the CEO of some company, great. Your C- your your dream is to write for Vogue or be published wherever or you know, be a doctor, what great. That's fantastic. I love that for you. Your goal is to travel. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Mhm. <laughs> no correlation there that's funny no but that's yeah absolutely Absolutely. Every single conflict that I have faced over the entire course of my life and especially in like my career and and building my career and everything, every single hiccup, every road bump, every, you know, whatever challenge person thing that was hard for sure was there was a reason for it. You know, like I needed to experience that so that I could grow in some I grow some skill, you know, because we've talked about before when you pray for patience you're not just given patience. God doesn't just like snap his fingers and go, all right, there you go. Now you're a patient person. Right. You just, you have, you're given the opportunity to be patient. You know, same thing like with strength or with courage. If you pray for courage, you pray for strength, whatever it is. Like it's not just going to be like an, I wake up today and I feel like I'm the most courageous motherfucker on the planet of earth. That's not how that works. That is not how that works. You are given a situation where you get to be courageous. And if you don't get the lesson, if you don't take the opportunity that time, you're going to deal with it again. There's going to be another situation. And it's like, if you are seeing consistent themes in your life of like people or lessons or struggles that consistently show up for you, then maybe you really need to sit down and look at that and be like, okay, what am I supposed to be learning from this? Because this seems to be a consistent thing here. Like, that's a very common thing, thing, I think, in relationships. Like, I hear a lot of my friends talk about, like, meeting girls or guys who treat them similarly every time. You know, it's the same kind of disrespect. It's the same kind of whatever. Like, the same bad situations that they consistently get into and it's like okay so why are you attracting that specific type of problem in a person over and over and over again there's like 14 million people billion people on the planet of earth like there's no way that you just happened 
to attract like five of them that all have the same issue from all different places and areas and parts of the world and they don't even know each other that no no absolutely not there's something in there that you're supposed to be learning but like circling back to what ashley was saying before about timelines you know i think we all have this idea in our head or like growing up you know we're kind of taught like you go you go through grade school and then you go to college and then you graduate college and then you get a job and then you get married and then you have kids and then you just live your life and work your job and raise your kids and that's that's it you know and then maybe in retirement you like travel or something like we're taught that that's the cookie cutter life that you're supposed to strive for and that that's what success looks like you know for most people success looks like money success may look success looks different for everyone and there is no timeline I have so many friends regardless of if it's a career timeline or a family timeline or whatever you know a lot of my friends that are approaching 30 and still feel like uninspired by their life their job their or like approaching 30 and feeling like well shit maybe I want a family but is it too late for me to do that like is it like I guess I gotta pick someone to like now like you know but there isn't a timeline you don't have to have all your shit figured out by the time you're 30 and and like be living on the like high life you don't have to have kids by the time you're 30 unless that's what you want if that's how it works out for you that's awesome. I love that. And if that's not how it works out for you, that's fine too. Like, if that's not what you want, that's awesome. I love that you don't have that then, you know? Like, you just, you gotta go on your own time. You gotta march to your own drum because what works for me isn't gonna work for you and what works for you isn't gonna work for me or for Ashley or whatever. And I, like, as a wedding photographer, you know, I have had so many couples from so many age ranges and places and cultures and so on and it's so interesting to me like seeing that because I can't tell you the number of couples I have that are getting married for the first time in their late 40s or 50s and like they're happy and they're chilling and they're like yeah I'm glad that I waited I'm glad that I waited and I'm glad that I did things the way that I did because I've loved my life so far and like would I have liked to be find, find like my person sooner? Sure, yeah, but there was plenty of times where I could have settled before and I didn't, and I'm glad that I didn't because now I found that. So yeah, I'm getting married at 50 for the first time, but that's all right because I am as happy as I could ever be and I'm as sure as I could ever be about my life. And taking the time to be sure is, honestly, I don't think you could ever put a value on that because it is invaluable, taking the time to be sure. You don't have to, like, I don't know. It's, I hate, we've talked about this before. We talked about this very early on in the podcast about in high school, how they, like, make you take those aptitude tests and, like, decide what you want to do with your life. Like, when you're, like, 17, 16, 12 even, I'm like, well, first of all, when I was 12, I wanted to be a fucking neurologist, and now I'm a photographer. Like, that's a bit of a far cry from each other, you know? (laughs) dog breeder nice how's the dog breeding working ashley (laughs) it's funny my aptitude test my aptitude test said that i was going to be a choreographer um i have two left feet (laughs) No, I suck at dancing. Do I do it anyways? Absolutely. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Only in dancing. Everything else in in life, though, I'm the lead. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta be persistent. You gotta hold your own. that's okay that's okay we are polar opposites we've said that so many times since the very beginning that's been the whole point that we even started this podcast is that we are two people from literally the same street that grew up in very different lives even though literally next to each other the entire time and have completely become different people entirely by every stretch of the definition (laughs) and still we're best friends like what are the odds what are the odds Who'd have thought? Not me. <laughs> well, actually, yes, me. But anyways. <laughs> I 
Who knows? For sure not where I'm at in life. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. 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 For sure. And not only doing check-ins, but also celebrating the little things, you know, like don't wait to enjoy life or to celebrate the things that you've accomplished or to celebrate life in general until you've met that overreaching goal. You know, like you can, um, like we take a thousand steps in a day. What? We take thousands I don't know why that was so hard for me to read. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It could also have been the dyslexia. <laughs> but yes, um, what Ashley said. <laughs> like, it takes so much to reach that goal, you know, whatever it is. I mean, sometimes you have small goals, like clean out the junk drawer. But that's another thing we've talked about before is like, setting small goals for yourself that you can check off like that feeling of checking things off I was just having this conversation with some of my friends this week because they're really going through some stuff and like we're really in like a very pivotal like movement kind of changing of seasons of life of you know kind of moment and we're just talking about like in these times it can be really hard to feel accomplished and to feel drive and to feel motivated and to to keep that spark alive you have to like literally one of my friends said that when he wakes up in the morning he makes a checklist immediately he makes a checklist of everything that he knows that he needs to do like just dumps it onto a paper and even includes waking up on that list and then checks it off because some days that is an accomplishment truly getting out of bed some days is an accomplishment like I've been there especially when I'm feeling burnt out you know and it's okay like if that's where you're at as long as you're giving a hundred percent of whatever it is you have to give whatever you know if if your 100% looks like getting up and making yourself some breakfast or, or a sandwich if it's lunch for god's sake like if it includes just getting up making food and existing then that's fine you tried you know at the very least you tried and like at the end of the day you want to be able to say that you tried because 20 years from now when you look back at your life and you are still unhappy and you still hate your job and maybe you didn't get to travel maybe you didn't get to experience the thing you're gonna ask yourself like what if I had though like what if I did try what if I what if I took the opportunities I was given would I have a better life would I be happier right what did I think was more important than that you know like take the opportunities that you have in front of yourself because <laughs> you're gonna regret it if you don't you know and somebody asked me well, people have asked me a lot of things about this, but specifically somebody had asked me, like, when, what was the moment that, I, like, when did I decide that I was like, fuck it, I'm going for it, regardless of what happens, I'm going for it, and for me, it was when the fear of missing out on the dream became greater than the fear of screwing it up, when I was less scared about screwing it like I was always scared about screwing it up I was always scared about it not working I was always scared about being a starving artist about burnout about all the things that they warn you about you're never going to get enough work you're never going to be eating blah, blah blah whatever I was always scared about those things but then someday it hit me that like I was more scared that I was going to wake up in 50 years and hate my life because I never tried 
So I told myself, you know what, fuck it. I'm at the very least going to try. I'm going to try. And if I decide that I don't like it or it doesn't work out, then fine. I tried. And later in life, when I wake up in 50 years, if I'm unhappy, I can at the very least say, I tried and it didn't work. And that's okay. And like, I could find solace in that, you know? So don't, <laughs> no regrets, what, regrets, regrets, no regret, no regrets. What's that tattoo on that guy's chest? That's <laughs> that meme that was floating around for years oh my god that's the first thing that just popped into my head when i said that i was like no regrets (laughs) yolo truly yolo you only live once Amazing quotes. Facts. And can we talk about that for a second? Because facts, you have to meet the universe halfway, you know, meet God halfway, whatever it is that you're asking for, inspiration or opportunities or, you know, whatever it is that you're putting out there in the universe, like, like, help me be sure, help me have the confidence, help me have the courage, help me find the opportunities, help me find the people that are going to put me in the right rooms and, and give me the right opportunities to do things, like, meet the universe halfway. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. You have poor connection. Oh, there you are. Okay. Okay. Hi. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, I love that. You have to meet the universe halfway, you know, like... There may be a thousand steps in that journey, but you got to start by taking one, you know, start by starting. That is one of my favorite quotes, and I have it on a sticky note above my desk, start by starting, because, you know, decision paralysis and paralysis when starting things is hard. The hardest part is usually starting. When I was writing essays and doing all the things, research and whatever, I, my hardest part was always the first line, the first word, but then the second, like, as soon as I got past that, it was just flying from there you know like I I figured everything out from there it's always slow starting while you're trying to like it's like learning to walk you know no one's gonna be sprinting the second they stand up it's just not how it works you it starts slow you gotta get your balance you have to get your footing that's where that saying comes from (laughs) like yeah and another quote by the alchemist that one of my favorites is there's only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve the fear of failure And that's like literally what I was just talking about because truly the only thing that's going to hold you back is your fear. Your fear is what's going to hold you back. Like that's going to be the thing that stops you from achieving the goal. So stop being scared. Seriously. It's just like, just stop. Snap out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Hey, listen, I firmly believe that happiness is a decision, and that is a very controversial statement. I know we have talked about this many times, but truly, happiness and making moves, it's a decision. It is a decision. Like, choosing to not be scared, it is a choice. You choose to not be scared, you know? Like, or if, you know what, if you're scared, do it scared then. Do it scared. Scared of skydiving? Fine. But you want to skydive? Fine. Do it scared. You want to be a photographer? Okay. You're scared of it? Just do it scared. That's what I did. You think I wasn't scared the whole time? Absolutely I was, but I still did it scared. (laughs) Wait, I love that. That is so cute. Have you really? (laughs) Where are you keeping these gold stars? I must know. Love that. Love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so cute. Of course you do. Of course you give yourself gold stars. That's such an on-brand thing for you. Mm-hmm. Will you put it like that? (laughs) She's like, I got an A in a class, but it's whatever. Excuse me? What do you mean? (laughs) Humbling. Humbling moment. Humble yourself. Bellamy Bellamy Blake? Yeah, Bellamy Blake. Hey, there's a lot of feelings that people think cannot go together that very regularly do coexist. So, you know. Absolutely fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that for you. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. I was having a conversation with um, a couple of friends of mine at an acro yoga get-together, actually, and... The one of them who used to work in, like, the creative industry and everything was talking about how he got so burnt out and, like, he hated his life and whatever and, like, it used to be his passion and now he hates it and he does, like, some other random job because he just hated what he did. And then the other friend asked me weeks later, he was like, serious question, like, I've been meaning to ask you, did that conversation scare you? Like, did him saying that about burnout and about creative careers and about what you do, did that scare you? Like... Did it make you feel like you're going to feel that way in a few years? And I was like, does burnout scare me? Yes. Did that conversation scare me? No. Because, one, his journey is his journey. And if he feels burnt out, that's his thing, you know? And, like, do I fight burnout daily during my busy season? Absolutely I do. But still, I wake up every day and I do it scared because I'm not burnt out right now. I'm not burnt out. I'm inspired and I'm excited and I love everything that I do. And you know what? If I get there someday and I and I feel like I'm burnt out and I feel like I need to change, then I'll cross that bridge when I arrive at it, you know? Like, that's not something for me to think about now and it's not something for you to think about now. Like, the same way that fear isn't. Like, don't think about, well, what if it goes wrong? How about ask yourself, well, what if it goes right? What if everything that you could have ever dreamed of or imagined and everything that you could ever hope from this action or this dream, what if it all happens? What if it goes right? What if you get to live your dream? Why do we always have such a pessimistic, as a society, why do we always have such a pessimistic pessimistic view on things like, 
why are we always asking ourselves like well what if it goes wrong what if this happens what if this bad thing happens what if this bad thing happens what if i get bored what if i get burnt out what if i who gives a shit if you do if you get there because you're burnt out now first of all so and you're changing your career so if it happens again then you just fucking change your career like do it scared and cross that bridge when you get there and think about it from a hopeful perspective because that's what's going to keep you inspired that's going to keep your spark alive that's going to keep you wanting to do the thing and surround yourself with people who are doing the same thing who are also inspiring who are have that same mindset if you're surrounded by people who are like always doubtful and always like telling you are you sure you want to do that man like i don't know like you want to pursue music you want to pursue art you want to like you want to change your major why like have you ever actually met someone that said those those things to you besides maybe your parents probably not probably no i've never met like i've not had a single friend ever once when i was like yeah i dropped out of college and i became a full-time photographer every single person i've talked to has been like right on congratulations i love that for you and at first that used to take me back a little bit like when people would say that to me they're like oh my god congratulations i love that i'm like oh oh you love that i'm a college dropout that's interesting like that used to really shock me but I think that people say that to me because I well I've had plenty of people tell me they're like man I wish I had that kind of courage I wish I could have done that I'm like you can (laughs) the hell are you doing right now not making you happy great change it right now (laughs) you can Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Exactly. Because I've said this so many times before. Everyone else is so worried about their own thing and other people judging them and being self-conscious about themselves. They're not thinking about you. They're not judging you. Are you kidding me? And like, like Ashley said, I remember when I was in college my classes were all over the place you know I had single moms in my classes I had like there was this one kid that went to school with me he was like 15 in my college classes (laughs) he was like a prodigy that guy was interesting for sure there was a guy who was like a doctor already and like coming back to get another degree just because he wanted to learn some more like seriously it was all over the place you know so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter in any facet of life, you know, I'm part of this creative collective and we literally have so many people from so many backgrounds and so many situations and so many ages and, and diversities and whatever that you could possibly ever imagine. Like there's a 17 year old, there's a 35 year old, there's a 45 year old, there's a dad, there's like, there's a divorce, like this one guy's divorce, like, like doesn't matter. It does not matter. There's, you know, even one of the guys in our group is homeless, like for real, it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from or what you look like or like all of those people are fighting so hard for their dream and that I I admire so deeply The stop dating the crappy guy, yeah. Right. Right. 
Right. Exactly. And I love that. And I think that's a really good note to leave on. And I really hope for all of you guys that we gave you at least a little bit of inspiration or a push to maybe at least do some research or to sit and, and to think and to, to, you know, ask yourself some, some disturbing questions and start by starting. I really hope that we've inspired you guys to find the thing that makes you happy and go after it. And I'm Mina.